You are listening to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Show. All right, welcome to the Real Estate Growth Hackers Live Show. My name is Zach Hammer. Today I have with me James Miller of 40 Web and Mortgage Marketing Alliance. So, James is uh, able to routinely generate hundreds of leads per month for his clients. He's working uh, and focusing largely with lenders. Uh, He has been building out a community of lenders focused on effective lead gen, as well as finding real estate agent partners uh, to grow their business with. Uh, James has been helping businesses with marketing for about the past decade, uh, but has been focused on lenders for about the past two years. As a random fun and interesting fact, James is also a musician and has had a song featured in the Macy's Parade for three years in a row. So that's a that's some fun stuff going on there. Let's go ahead and bring James in and uh, and let's start the discussion. Hey, James, welcome back. How's it going, my man? <laughs> a long, long time no see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? So that's pretty Thanks cool. Yeah, you got it, man. So that, that, that's pretty cool. We got a... Uh, uh, this this fun fact. So Macy's Parade for three years, you've had a song. Yeah. Before we dive into the content, we've got to talk at least a little bit about that. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, no, you know, I had a I, a few years ago had a band called Bad Lucy, and and we uh, we played we toured around a little bit and uh, um, played a showcase for you know the company Paul Frank. Um, they've got okay. the little sock monkey logo. Yeah. Right. So we did a uh, we did a showcase for Paul Frank Industries, and they contacted us. I was part of like a contest that we did uh, with them, and they contacted us about you know six months after, and, and said, "Hey, we want to put your guys' song in the Macy's Parade with our huge Julius float while it's going down Main Street." <laughs> so we were like, uh, "Let's think about that." Okay. <laughs> right. And they just they just. They were in the parade for three years in a row, and they just kept using the song. And every every Thanksgiving for three years, I was like on cloud nine when I heard it come on <laughs> over the airwaves. It is so fantastic. <laughs> it's it's one of the most random things that you never you, you, random, you, right? You never expect to hear hear from somebody. It's like, yeah, I got a you know, I got a song that was in the, the Macy's parade for three years. Oh man, yeah. did, you, did you did you see the uh, the year that they uh, uh, shoot that where where the where the Macy's parade Rick rolled everybody? That was a that was a pretty funny one. It was like a, a, a sesame. <laughs> I think it been something. <laughs> yeah. You remember what year it was? I feel like I remember that. It's pretty recent. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I thought it was hilarious though when uh, when they did it. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, and dive into some of this content. So I've got I've got some questions here lined up for you. I know you and I have had some conversations in the past about some of this you know this bigger topic of real estate agents working with uh with lenders and lenders working with real estate right. agents and and kind of what right. that what that whole thing looks like and and how it benefits everybody and all that kind of stuff um but before we really get into uh I, like you know what i'd say is like the meat and potatoes of of this stuff uh one thing i do want to note for anybody that is uh, that is watching this um as a real estate agent one of the things that i have found most people struggle with is once you've generated the lead, once you've once you've actually gotten that lead into your system, that follow-up process tends to be a struggle for most people. So our company, Real Estate Growth Hackers, has actually put together for you something that can help with that. And it's called Ultimate Lead Machine. It's a free course that you can get. All you got to do is say lead tips in the comments. Uh, if you happen to be listening to this on our podcast, you can also send the message 
lead tips to 444999. Uh, but if you drop that lead tips in the comments, then you are able to, uh, we, we're going to message you. We're going to let you know how you can get access to that free course. We're showing you how you can process leads uh, after you've generated them. So, so that's what we got going on. A free gift for anybody listening. If you want that, go ahead and drop that, uh, that comment below lead tips in the comments. So um, getting into the, uh, into the content itself though, James, where, where did you start? Right. So like at first, how did you get into marketing? How to, and then, and then what, what ended up pushing you into working with lenders? Yeah. Great question. You know, I, I got into marketing by default as actually as a musician, you know, uh, a dozen years ago when I was promoting my own brand and, and putting the word out and trying to, you know, get uh, people to attend uh, live shows. Um, right. So, you know, I kind of cut my teeth really early on, like, uh, you know, a decade ago, really just doing that online and in the digital space. And fast forward a few years around 2012, and I launched my own uh, uh, e-commerce or I'm sorry, like a, a marketplace for, for, for vendors, for wedding vendors, actually. And okay. so, you know, that was 2012 was around in the era of, you know, organic reach on Facebook. Right. right. Where it was sort of the golden age. A lot of people will think back to whenever you post something on your Facebook page and literally everyone who liked your page would see it. Right. And, you know, yeah, the golden days, it's sort of overnight, you know, Facebook flipped the switch and turned on, uh, you know, pay to play model. And a lot of people right. were really, you know, upset about that. I, as a, you know, somebody who understood the opportunity, you know, jumped in and started, right. you know, immediately playing around and trying to, generate traffic to our website. So we had some really great success. We built a community of 400 vendors, uh, you know, in, in, in a matter of months, um, which was right. a recurring revenue stream for us. And so we had a, a lot of success early on. And, you know, going forward just a little bit, you know, I uh, pivoted out of that business and, and, and you know, what, some of my background is also in design, aesthetics and branding. And so we, you know, offered for, uh, you know, a number of different types of companies you know, branding consultations, as well as like just building websites for people. So, you know, custom design, uh, you know, uh, PHP sites like WordPress sites and doing branding. And right. we, in about 2014, mid 2014, early 2015, started working with a lender. And, you know, they, they need a lot of help um, with with their online aesthetic and, and just the way that they're portraying themselves you know, out in the world and sort of recognize some opportunities doing this um, because there were a, there was a huge gap when it came to actual direct response marketing or direct to consumer marketing, right. you know, leveraging uh, the channels like Facebook and, uh, you know, YouTube and Instagram and just, you know, lead capture on, on web on, on their website. So we started, you know, so I started when I transitioned from doing the design and doing just like support and maintenance to, you know, we went from, you know, 40 web doing that to actually offering lead gen as a service. Right. And so that's kind of what that kind of brings us to current day. And so we work with a couple of mid-sized lenders and, at the top and then, you know, have trickled down and started working with individual LOs and branches uh, to generate home buyer leads. I'll get in a little bit. I don't want to kind of, tell everything, but we'll get into a little bit later, I'm sure, kind of the value proposition for the, the real estate agents, which are, right. you know, the referral part for loan officers. So 
but I'll, I'll go ahead and pause there if you have any questions or, um, you know, any, any, anywhere you want to steer this now, because I feel like I'll just keep talking. <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, w- one thing I want to pull out of something that you just said, I, th- I think it's important. Um, it's, it's an important point for people to to note. Um, when you're when you're using a site like Facebook or YouTube or anything that you're not paying to use and that you don't mm-hmm. control the the whole source, you should always know that you're just potentially you know a moment away from them flipping a switch and making it so that the marketing methods that you were doing no longer work. And so it, it's very important for for people to to consciously be focusing on not. I'm not just building up an audience on something like Facebook, but to be using that to build a list that you can continually market to, whether it's whether it's emails or phone numbers or shoot, even addresses, but an actual contact list of people that you know are interested in hearing your offers, that you know are interested in hearing your information. And so uh um you you mentioned very specifically, you know, your your switch was to turn from you know, just relying on the free organic traffic into um, actually running ads and generating those leads directly. But it, it, it's it's one of those things that's always so interesting to me. People, uh, what, what, I, I know for a while online, they were calling it like digital sharecropping, where the basic the basic idea is you're 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 building your audience in somebody else's land, and so right. you, got, you got to uh, you got to have a plan of action to get people off the platform and into something that you can control. That, that's not to say you don't do it, but it. it you just have to have that plan to transition people. So it's 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 an important point just to draw from uh, from from your history there. But uh, uh, but yeah, I know what one of the things that you are that you're having a lot of success with right now is actually generating some leads for uh, for these lenders, um, largely going after uh, you know renters and 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 home buyers, right? Right, right. So, so yeah, one of the things. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, was, I was just going to say, like, uh, we probably don't need to go too deep into that. I know uh, you and I actually uh, put together uh, some information on how people can do that exactly. Um, but yeah, we can we can talk a little bit about that, uh, um, you know, about that concept and, and, and explain how that's working well, because it's very relevant uh, to the real estate audience. And, and then from there, uh, we'll probably pivot a bit and get into, um, you know, specifically the whole lender real estate agent relationship and, and how that can go. But yeah, to start, yeah. let, let's talk a bit about that marketing strategy and how that's working. Well, I, I think, you know, in, in one of the things that you just mentioned uh, in regards to sort of the ownership of the platform and, and you know, the, the benefits of operating within an ecosystem like like Facebook, for example. Um, and and this, this always reminds me of something that Gary Vee likes to say, which is, uh, you know, these platforms are uh, attention-based. So what is actually all advertising is just buying attention and going where attention is cheap. Uh, and right now, uh, you know, Facebook, attention on Facebook is fairly cheap. Um, you look, you know, you know, a decade ago or a little less uh, where everyone was spending money on Google pay-per-click and, and investing in, you know, keyword in, in, in sort of, you know, that space and SEO. Right. And, and, and it got over time more and more expensive. So now you have Facebook where everyone's sort of playing. The cost is going up and, and we're seeing that across the board. However, it's still very, very cost effective. It's and we're getting yeah. tremendous, you know, uh, success in terms of, you know, approvable ROI with, you know, spending on Facebook and particularly in the mortgage and, and real estate industries where, you know, the payoff is so huge. So it just, it's a matter of, and to, to talk specifically about what we're doing, it's very, you know, from everything from top of funnel 
all the way down to, you know, the interactions that are so important, uh, you know, that are that are more high touch type interactions. But where right. we get the cheapest leads is obviously at the top of the funnel, um, where I think, you know, a lot of people don't spend as much time and effort or in, and energy because they see it as a waste of time when actually in actuality, as long as you have a plan to follow up, as long as you have an automation in place, then you right. can leverage that so that, you know, your time isn't wasted on new home buyer leads, you know, renters who are just kind of, you know, window shopping, right? You shouldn't spend your time speaking to them. You should put them in some type of a sequence that, that follows up, that keeps them top of mind. And so that's sort yeah. of what we're doing and specifically around the topic of how, um, you know, we're helping our, our lender partners and also um, bolstering the relationship. So what's specific to your audience with, with you know, the real estate agents that might be watching this. Right. Um, it is being able to provide value, um, you know, to a real estate partner on a number of different levels, not just the fact that we're generating leads um, to, to hand off to them, but also that, 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 that our clients and specifically the ones that we like to work with are um, multi-state lenders are, you know, ones that have very unique type products where, um, you know, they rarely are, our, our clients rarely lose out on a loan because of some kind of niche, you know, product that they can't, that they can't meet or some kind of guideline they can't meet. Let's say, right. you know, for example, you know, you get a client who's had a bankruptcy or a short sale and it's going to be very difficult to do a deal for them in the last, if they've done that in the last couple of years. But cool. the lenders that we like to work with are lenders that can do those types of deals right. um, and, in, and do it in multiple multiple areas, not just in their own backyard. So that that kind of in a nutshell is a value proposition. You know, we're, we're generating leads so that we can share that and right. hit the hit the lead from two angles. Like my our clients are hitting them. The real estate agents are hitting them so that they're making that association. And it just makes for a richer experience and a, you know, a more, um, you know, a, a better ROI. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, there, there's a couple of things that you mentioned. Actually, I want to dive deeper into. So you've got, sure. um, okay, so, and, and by the way, um, be, before we get into any of this stuff, any any of these questions, one thing that anybody listening should should note is that, you know, ne neither, neither James nor I, we're not lawyers, we don't play one on TV, any sort of partnership <laughs> in terms of a, of a, of a lender real estate agent uh, uh, sort of thing is, you know, going to be subject to, you know, to RESPA, um, to, to some of these regulations that are going to play how how you can actually uh, uh, build out these relationships. So do note, um, you know, don't take what we're what we're saying as a direct go out and do it without doing your due diligence and checking uh, the laws in your area and making sure that that uh, everything's up to stuff in that way. So definitely consult, um, you know, consult legal counsel to make sure of any of this stuff that, that it's a good fit uh, for you and and what you need to do. So with with that part out of the way, um, one of the big questions I think is, is you touched on this a little bit, but I'd like to I'd like to get really specific about it. What? What are, you know, it, what are lenders specifically looking for in real estate agents to partner with? Or, or maybe more so, um, and we could talk about this because I know right now, uh, part of what you've mentioned is that many lenders are kind of looking for any real estate agent. But uh, uh, what, what are the types of real estate agents that are really going to be the best long-term partners for lenders? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. And that's a great question. I think in the industry, uh, it's been the norm 
you know, traditionally that 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 loan officers, mortgage brokers rely on real estate and other referral partners for referrals for clients. Right. And that, you know, with the direct to consumer lead generation, we're sort of flipping the script on that. So the power balance is shifting. So right. we, we can be our clients can be a little bit more choosy about the type of real estate agents that they work with. And so right. typically, you know, what we're looking for um, in real estate partners and referral partners are, you know, uh, p- people who are willing to contribute, people who are savvy and forward thinking, who understand the digital space. Right. And the power of digital marketing and certain strategies to go direct to consumer, because, I mean, let's just be honest, it's easier and it typically happens. And that's why the power balance is the way it is. It typically happens that, you know, home buyers don't go and get a loan quote or estimate before talking to their agent. Right. That's just the, that's just the reality. They tend right. to sort of be tire kickers, these window shoppers before they get serious Right. So it's and it's always been that way, probably always will be. So, you know, that's why mortgage officers and loan officers rely on those partnerships. And, you know, what we seek to do is not necessarily flip the script on that, um, but at least to be a little bit more collaborative in our efforts so right. that, you know, again, we're hitting them from both sides. We're making sure. And now also, um, you know, I know that my clients don't particularly like it when real estate agents list multiple lenders as their partners. And the reason for that is that it's a little bit confusing if you're a home buyer to say, well, you know, why, why should there be a choice? You should just work with sort of the best, you know, lender, the best provider. You should have this kind of working relationship. Do you have, you know, there's just, it just, it's a bit of a confusing scenario. So, and that's not to say, I mean, I, I, in some cases, it does make sense. For example, and this is something that you and I talked about, is that one lender has niche products that the other lender doesn't have, right. but they like to work with the other lender because they're quick and they understand their communication might be better and so yeah. on and so forth. Exactly. People like to be, and my clients like to be, the people that we work with, are li- they like to be all in one. They like to have all the products. They like to be able to lend in all the states that you're in. Um, and they like to be able to, you know, have, provide the best experience. And, that, and that's really, that's really going to be the best kind of relationship, regardless, right? Where where a real right. estate agent is able to partner up um, fairly directly, fairly exclusively with one mm-hmm. agent, or not not one agent, with one lender who can who can service all their clients that they that they're that they know what kind of. Uh, you know, what kind of communication is going to be there, how readily they're going to be able to close the business that like where, where, you know that now I do know, like, I, I know there's like, there's like some legal requirements in terms of, of, uh, like as a real estate agent, I, I, I think you, you have to present more than more than one option. You have to present a list of options. Um, but there is the, uh, there's, there's quite honestly, there's a big difference between saying, Hey, here's, here's a, a number of options. Um, this is, this is who I like. <laughs> <laughs> this is who I work yeah. with um, versus right. uh, uh, versus having multiple lenders that you're that you're kind of giving all your deals to in order to get that value back. Um, and right. the, the reality and you and I have talked about this. It just it doesn't work well that way when, when it's from from the re- real estate agent to the lender level. Um, it, it kind of needs to be fairly monogamous unless there's a really. A uh, clear, understood reason for why you know multiple lenders are coming into the picture. Other, otherwise, it's uh, 
you know, it, the, the, the motivation doesn't sound right. It, it, especially when you look, when you look at if the lender is contributing, say marketing dollars to the real estate agent, it, it's going to be really hard for them to feel comfortable with that. If they, if, if they're kind of competing with multiple people for, for that same stuff. Right. So, um, so do note that, I mean, it, it's, it's, so the best, so to, to kind of put a bow on that part. So part of what we're saying is, um, the best real estate agents that lenders are looking for to partner with, the, the ones that have the, you know, the, the, the qualities that make those relationships last a long time, those real estate agents are, um, you know, fairly monogamous and focused on the, on the lender that they're working with. And those real estate agents are also already in motion, right? If you're the kind of real right. estate agent that is not doing much, if you're, if you're relying on your lender in order to get you, into, you know, into action, into, into business and to start generating leads, that's probably not going to be that great of a, a relationship. The, the lenders are very often, they're looking to, they're looking to take somebody who's already performing decently at least and accelerate it rather than get somebody right. started from nothing. So right. knowing, right. knowing, knowing good marketing strategies, maybe doing marketing already, learning new marketing strategies. These are the kind of things that, uh, that, that, you know, these long-term relationships with lenders are going to be looking for as a foundation with the real estate agents. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. And so now let's, now let's flip the, uh, let, let, let's flip the, uh, the, the, the look for, for now. So that's, that's what uh, lenders should be looking for in real estate agents. What should real estate agents be looking for in lenders? And I know you, you touched on a couple of these ideas, but let's, uh, let, let's, let's yeah. note some of these things specifically. Well, it, it all comes down to just one thing, I think, really. And it is, you know, you want to partner with lenders who allow you to do more de deals, right? Right. Um, you don't, you don't want to lose deals due to your lender. Um, and it happens all the time. I mean, uh, whenever, you know, not only just on a communication side, but also on a, a product side. So, you know, if, if a lender has very, you know, sort of strict guidelines they are in a correspondent environment. They have to adhere to certain guidelines that are out of their hands, out of their control. If they right. have, um, if, if they don't have in-house underwriting, if they have to rely on somebody, you know, far away to make sure that to keep things moving, I, you know, it, it's, it comes down to having uh, the ability to do more deals because of smooth back of house and because of products that right. get the deals done. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, you and I have talked about this. It, it's, it's the kind of thing, you know, in any situation, it's all, it's all about optimizing how many of these criteria you can find, right? So you want, right. you, you want to find somebody with as many of these criteria as possible, and that's going to be the perfect scenario. Um, right. But, but, that, but, but these are all the, these are all the traits that you're looking for, right? So like, so like if, if you're working with a lender and you, and say you already have that great relationship, they're already contributing to your, your marketing, but they're not able to offer some of these products, it, it might be worth talking to them to see if, if, if maybe they're able to find a way to offer more products to, to have more solutions. Um, if, if it's, right. if it's causing you enough trouble, it might be worth looking to find a different lender to work with, right? Like it, it, it's, it's going to depend on the situation, but yeah. So, so the ability to, to basically close the business effectively, um, having, having a team, um, to be able to handle the kind of business that you're looking to do. And this is one of the things that we've talked about too, right? Like, uh, um, 
making sure that you and the lender are are in alignment on your ultimate goals, right? Because just you know, in, in business, everybody has different goals. Some people are are they're looking to do kind of a set number of deals and they're not really looking to grow from there. Some people are looking to take it as high as possible. So t- talk a little bit about that. Yeah, no, that's absolutely key. I think, you know, you wouldn't have someone who's just a hobbyist in either, uh, you know, being a, a, an originator or a real estate agent working right. with somebody who's, who strives to be a top producer. It's just right. not going to last. And I think this is part of what we talked about in terms of, you know, making sure that when you when you sit down to meet with potential referral partners or a potential lender, that you really interview them and that you make sure that your goals are in alignment with their goals. And that, you know, if they are, uh, you know, if they have high expectations uh, or high high goals set and you have high goals set, then, then that could be a good match. And if they don't match up, then, you know, you want to look out for that. And I give the example of um, a number of years ago, I, uh, I switched from Dropbox. I don't know if you guys use, does anyone use Dropbox? We've got a few people on yeah, here. Yeah, we've got, um, we got some live people. Drop it in the comments. If you use Dropbox, Dropbox let us know. Drop a one in the comments if you use Dropbox. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> do. Um, there was a another company that came along with a really awesome value proposition, which was unlimited storage forever and for only $9.99 a month. And so I looked at that and I was like, this is awesome. I got to have it. So I had signed up. They were out of business within two years. So you have to understand that some people have high, they, they, they aim high, but they, right. you, you want to make sure you're partnering with people who are realistic, who can actually right. deliver, who have longevity. And one good indication of longevity is, you know, how long have they been in business? You know, how many people right. are on their team? How many deals do they do per month? Can, can they handle what you're going to be bringing to the table? So um, if you're a top producing real estate agent, and you're working with somebody who's doing 20 deals a month, make sure you ask them, can you do 40? Because I'm going to bring you more. Um, you know, if, if it's going to be more than that, you need to ask those blunt questions. Exactly, exactly. And and a big part of this is going to be, you know, in this process of finding the right partner, you're going to you're going to run into people who will say yes, that they can handle it. And oh yeah, maybe they can't. Um, so th- there's, there's always this, this really is, I mean, we, we've talked about this and we're actually going to be putting together some information specifically on this. Um, this really is, it's kind of, it's, it's like a dating process, right? Like, like you're, you're doing some of your initial due diligence to see if it looks like it'll be a good fit. And, and there's some indicators that you can look for in that, but at some mm-hmm. point you're going to have to actually get out there and try some deals with these people and see, can they handle the process? Does it, does the process scale? Um, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and you may find that when the rubber you know meets the road that that they're not able to deliver on what they said it, despite you know your best efforts but all of this is about stacking as many things in your favor as possible in order to give you the best chance of finding that right lender um, who's going to be able to scale with you who's going to be able to support your business who you're going to be able to support their business and really have a a great relationship that way so yeah it's a, right. it's 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 such an important element it, it's 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 not, you know, it's not just about finding the right partner. It's about being the right partner. And that goes both ways, right? You want to, you want to find the right, right lender. You want to be the right real estate agent. And it's so important to make that, that process work. Um, so it, moving, moving on from this, one of the things that, uh, that, that we're, you know, I'd, I'd like to talk about um, and, and to help people with is how to actually, how to start those relationships, how to, how to find those lenders, how to find the, the right lenders, that kind of thing. We'll, we'll dive into that in a little, in, in just a second. Uh, again, real quick, before we get into that, 
one thing that I want to remind everybody of, if you are generating leads, so if you're using these strategies and, and working with lenders and you start generating more business, more leads, one of the things that you're really going to run into is you're going to run into what do I do with these leads after I've generated them? What, uh, what, what does that process look like? What do I do with people that I can't get on the phone? What do I do with people I get on the phone, but they aren't ready to convert yet? And so we actually answer that question for you in Ultimate Lead Machine, and we put that together as a completely free course. You can get access to that right now. All you got to do is drop a comment in the in the uh, in the comments below uh, that says Lead Tips, uh, L E A D T I P S. Uh, if you comment that, then my team will reach out to you and we'll tell you how you can get access to that free course. If you're listening to this on the uh, podcast, uh, then you can also send a text message with the message Lead Tips, L E A D T I P S to 444999. That's one word, lead tips to 444999. So let's uh, let's go ahead and and move on. Let's talk about how how does this actually work? So so say I'm a real estate agent. I I feel like I've found the right, you know, the right lending partner. What what does it actually look like to start this relationship? Where do I start? Kind of what does that look like? Uh, so you know, you taking you from the beginning of the process. So, um, you know, re really you want to look for certain attributes before even reaching out to, you know, a potential lender partner, because right. I, I'll tell you, you know, probably from your experience, if you're watching this as a real estate agent, uh, you know, you might be thinking like, why in the heck would I reach out to a lender? They're always hitting me up. So actually that might be a really good place to start is go and look at people who have been sort of reaching out to you do a little bit of research and look for the following characteristics. Number one, you want to make sure that they are in a direct environment, that they're an actual mortgage bank. I mean, the reason for that is if they're a correspondent lender, they're going to just be severely restricted in terms of what they can get done for you. And so if you if you work with a partner who is in a true direct bank uh, that can actually, you know, uh, appeal, uh, I think it's the, uh, I forget the exact process and the terminology, they can actually go to a board and appeal. There's a process that they can go through and appeal if something gets turned down. Right. And actually, it, you know, it's just going to translate to more deals getting done for you. So that's number one. They want You want to make sure they're a true direct. And number two, you want to make sure that they have uh, an assortment of products, not just your standard Fannie, Freddie, Jenny uh, products, but an assortment of niche products. So I'll give you an example of one that is, uh, you know, really great that we've seen, uh, you know, do really well on, you know, social media for generating leads, not only that, but also just getting deals done. And it's a 100% doctor loan product. So if you're a mm -hmm. doctor, uh, you, you could be a chiropractor, uh, any, anything with an MD distinction, a dentist, a chiropractor, a family practitioner, then they're offering a specific product for you that offers 100% financing um, that excludes student loan debt from the debt to, in to income ratio um, that also excludes PMI. So you can afford more homes nice. for, nice. I'm doing the pitch, I'm doing the whole, like this is what our Facebook advertising says. It's a great product and it opens right. doors for our right. loan officers because not a lot of people offer it. So that's one. There's another one called the I forget the term, the, the exact name of the product, but essentially it's for uh, for. And I mentioned this earlier. It's for those who have been through a bankruptcy or had a short sale in the last two years. So if you've ever had a client who came to you and, and they and said they had a bankruptcy and you kind of were like, well, you know, my lender can't really do that. 
you know, you, so the bottom line here is you need to make sure you're looking for a partner who can do creative deals um, because that translates to more revenue for you, more deals getting done. Um, exactly. You know, we, exactly. So that's what? the bottom line. And what? then the third component in this. Oh, one go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, one quick, yeah, quick thing I want to throw in on that too is that uh, some of these programs, some of these things that that allow lenders to um, to to do more deals, they also give you really effective marketing strategies to get more leads yourself too. So like, yeah, you know, targeting um, targeting doctors specifically and, and, and doing those kinds of Facebook ads, uh, where you're going after that specific market and saying, Hey, we've got a great way to get you in a home that, that lets you not have to factor in student loan debt. That lets you not have to pay P and I to keep your payment lower. If you're interested in that, reach out to us. Right. So like partnering with the right, with the right lender, not only gets you more, more opportunities. So if you just happen to get you know, a, a, a doctor is a lead. If you happen to know a doctor is looking for a house, that kind of thing, not just in those cases, but you can use these as specific strategies to go out and find the business that, you know, right. maybe, maybe that's the only thing that's holding them back. So anyway, so I, I just wanted to point that out. It's, it, it's, no, that's there's a great, I'm so many ways to leverage it. Yeah. I'm glad you caught that because I think that's so important. Actually, if you partner with one of my clients, we would give you the funnel that's generating leads for that and reliably generating leads for those types of products. So that's another thing is, you, you, so the third piece is that you want to make sure that whoever your lender is, is actually doing direct to consumer lead gen, that they're actually investing dollars on digital advertising, whether it's Facebook or, or, or LinkedIn or whatever it is, that they're actually doing something to bring you clients because right. there needs to be some give and take, right? You can't, um, you can't, it wouldn't be a good relationship if this was a, a dating relationship. It wouldn't be good if it was one-sided and only one person was bringing something to the table. You want to make sure that both parties have something to offer and right. everyone's going to be happier as a result. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when, when you have both people being proactive, doing things, growing, that the, the synergy that comes into that is so much more powerful than one person yeah. just waiting and you doing all the right. work to, to bring it along. And, and, and regardless of which direction that's coming from. If the lender has right. all the creative marketing ideas and, and you're just sitting waiting for them to, to bring them to you, you're, you're going to be held back. If, if, if you've got all the creativity and you don't have a lender that can kind of add value to that situation too, so much that's going to be holding you back there. So, so let's say that we found you know, what appears to be the perfect lender, right? Everything on paper looks right. What do we, what do, we do from there? What's our next step? How do we, uh, how do we start trying to feel this out and see if this is going to be a good relationship? So, uh, you know, you want to strike up a conversation, whether by email or by just picking up the phone and calling them. Like I said, you probably have messages in your inbox right now from lenders. So if you can do your research and find, you know, that and you find that some of those actually meet some of those criteria, then go ahead and reach out and, and start the conversation. And, you know, because it's not only important what their lender uh, looks like and what type of products and what type of marketing they're doing, but you want to make sure that you get along with them because, uh, you know, you're going to be doing business with them on a daily basis. So um, it's somebody who is an extension of your team and you want to make sure that, you know, they're a solid, you know, that this person is solid in, in, in terms of, you know, their ethics, in terms of their, you know, just their work ethic, their dedication to the business. And so, you know, you might, uh, it, it, there, you might initiate a dating period before you actually, you know, uh, go steady or whatever. Right. I just say go steady. That's like what my parents used to say. 
but um, but basically, you know, before you commit, before you get married, you want to make sure you go on enough dates. You want to make sure that that you do some deals together and see because you know people can talk a big game, but at the end of the day, it's when the rubber meets the road. You know, when you start doing deals together, are they actually delivering on what they've said? Because a lot of people will overpromise and underdeliver. You want the opposite right. of that. You want underpromise and overdeliver. And so, um, yeah, that's that. Awesome. So, and one thing I want to I want to throw in here real quick too. I know we're we're going to talk a little bit uh, at the end about kind of uh, you know where where people can connect with you and that kind of thing. But since it's so relevant to this part of the conversation, I do want to throw it out there. Um, I, I've got your your Facebook link for Mortgage Marketing Alliance. Would that be the best place for people to reach out to you? Because I, I know I know one of the things that that you can actually help people with as well is if they reach out to you. Um, you can part, you can connect them to lenders that are interested in this kind of stuff. You can yeah, connect absolutely. them to, uh, to, to lenders that are already open to these kinds of, uh, um, already open to these kinds of arrangements that are already, uh, doing these kinds of deals, have these sorts of products available, right? Yeah. And okay, one of the so great things about, you know, not, not only do we have, uh, you know, clients in multiple, uh, multiple regions, multiple States, but we also work with the only type of, uh, clients that we work with are clients that are again in, that meet these criteria, but right. also another criteria that I didn't really that I didn't mention because it's not as relevant perhaps, but uh, it is in this case is that they're uh, able to they're they they don't have the licensing requirements. So if somebody you know I can connect you with somebody who's in a different state uh, right. to do deals in your state if 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 you get along with them better. Right. Chances are we have somebody where you live, but you know if we don't, then we can match you up with somebody who can still do deals. And some of these creative deals, uh, like the doctor loan and, and and equity builder and stuff like that. So yeah, awesome. absolutely. Reach out to your mortgage marketing alliance uh, or uh, Forty Web um, is is sort of the parent company. Yeah, so I, I dropped I dropped the uh, the mortgage marketing alliance Facebook page down below here. Cool. Um, but uh, so if if you guys have anybody, you know, anybody watching this, if if you're looking for some maybe a shortcut to finding some of these lenders that that might be a good, um, you know, a good a good source of partnership, uh, then then you can reach out to James and and he is uh he's more than happy to connect you to, to some good options. Now again, it, just like you were mentioning, it's going to be like anything, right? Like you can't you can't 100% vet everybody to make sure that they're 100% going to be. Um, the the right kind of people to partner with uh mm -hmm. but uh you you can at least start with some of these fundamentals of the right you know having some of these packages having some of these these loans uh loan products that they're able to do that kind of stuff being open to to, to marketing uh, arrangements being open to co-marketing co-branding those kinds of things right um and right. so anyway so it's a shortcut kind of some of maybe finding those lists that that could be a good, uh, a good option there. So uh, uh, you can see down in the comments below, there is a, a, a link for you to uh, be able to message James. So, um, so let's go ahead and continue on uh, and talk a little bit more about, so, so say we've uh, say we we've gone through this process, right? Say maybe we we've, we've dated the lender. We've got a good relationship. It's working well with them. Um, how do we make sure that that, that that lasts, right? How do we make sure that that, that, that stays long-term, that that stays effective uh, long-term? You know, I think one of the best ways uh, to ensure the longevity in the relationship is going gonna, is gonna to be in, uh, you know, making sure not only that while the deals are in process, that things are running smoothly, that there's a good 
you know, uh, uh, you know, ratio of, of, you know, closing uh, deals, but also that you're, um, you know, working together um, to share what what's working for you in terms of doing, you know, lead generation activities on, you know, whether it's Facebook or whether it's, uh, you know, YouTube or whatever types of strategies you're using. And now, it's as I mentioned kind of earlier, and, and you're seeing this uh, as well, and I think a lot of digital marketers are tuned into this fact, but it's getting a lot more competitive on right. Facebook. So you're going to need to get more creative. And so um, you got to be constantly thinking about sort of what can keep you ahead of the curve. So right now we're doing a Facebook Live because Facebook loves live content and they boost right. it out a lot for a lot lower cost. Um, you know, that's something that you can consider doing. You need to be thinking about what type of creative content can you be putting out? Because, you know, the, the truth is traffic, uh, buying traffic on Facebook, buying, you know, getting leads, generating leads on Facebook is getting more expensive. And so if you can find a right. differentiating factor or factors, uh, then you're going to set yourself apart. And I'll give you an example. Well, actually, this is a perfect example right here. Partnering with a real estate agent. Say, let's say I'm a loan officer. Zach's a real estate agent. We go live. We talk about the products we can do. We talk about what you know zip codes have the best deals. We talk about things that are relevant to both of our audiences. Right. And you know, and, and that content, by the way, lives forever, and it, it stays on your page, and it's something you can share, and people will share, and um, it's Absolutely. free. You know, so why not do it? And so it's easy. What I what I like to say, and I recommend this that all of my clients do this. Um, whenever they kind of even go, James, I have no idea. You know, what type of videos to make? I don't know what kind of content to make. And I say, you know, don't think about it. Just do it. And just the best way to make content is to come up with some type of a format. Don't plan it out in ahead of time too much because right. then you'll you'll overthink it. Just do it. Um, and, right. and you'll be, you'll be surprised with the result, pleasantly surprised. Another example I'll give you, and this is because I'm tuned into the loan officer niche. So I'm, uh, there might be something, I'm sure there's something like this for real estate. I'm, I'll think of it in a minute cause I know I'm, uh, there's one, but right. go and check out, uh, there, this is a loan officer team, a loan, you know, a branch. Uh, I don't know the name of the lender, but they're out of Florida. And right. if you go on Facebook, look up the savvy loan officer. They've built this like uh, these eight-minute webisodes, and they have about half a dozen of them now that are right. HGTV style. Like, so it's behind the scenes. It's they're talking about their business. They're right. they're working with real estate, um, you know, agents, training them. They're talking about Facebook ads. They're talking about it's hilarious. Uh, it's you know unapologetic, and it's brilliant. And so that type of content going forward is going to be what differentiates you from your competition. Right. Um, you probably think of something for, for real estate. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the individual. I know Curator is big. They're big on that right. type of content. Um, but, you know, that's just an example. And, and, and in terms of making sure that you have these long-lasting relationships, it is a long-term investment. And so you right. need to think of it in the long term. You, know, you don't need to think of it just about what can I get this month? What can I, what can I do today that will last, you know, years into the future? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the the other the other aspect of this is a lot of what uh, there's a there's a saying that what what got you that, you know, that what got you here won't get you there. Right. But there's actually yeah. some truth in the opposite in this case, which is some of the same things that we mentioned for what makes a good you know lender partner, what makes a good real estate partner are also what makes it 
a good long-term relationship, right? Like as a real estate agent, continuing to learn, continuing to find new ways to market, continuing to take your business to the next level and constantly be iterating and improving. That that's going to be part of what keeps that relationship good. And same thing with the you know being a lender that is constantly able to find new products that 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 has new things coming out that's trying new things and is being proactive. Those things help to keep that alive. And the same thing, maintaining that you know monogamous relationship is is super important um, to keep that relationship working well uh, long term. Um, now the the reality is is that no matter what you know people people ebb and flow, life, you know, goals change, lives change. And so there, there's, there does always come uh, a time in most relationships, especially business relationships where you do, you know, ultimately have to separate. And, uh, and what, what's nice to know is that by going through this process, even, even the first time, even figuring it out the first time, you get so much better at learning how to be the right kind of the right kind of partner, learning what kind of partner is a good fit for you and being able to find the next the next partner very effectively as well. So, um, you know, n- none of this is a, is a perfect end all be all chances are you're not going to find one person who's going to be your sole lender partner forever. Um, but the goal is to keep that focus and to, and to know that while you're working with somebody that, that, that it's a good, it's a good idea to have a solid partnership there. It, it, it ends up working better for you. It works better for them. And ulti- ultimately, I mean, it ends up working better for your clients too, right? Like having, yeah. Having really that, the bottom line. Yeah. Where, where, you know, the quality, you know, the quality that you can expect, you know, how that deal is going to get yeah. done. You know what their experience is going to be like that, that, that kind of thing. That's right. I mean, foundationally to all of this. If, 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 if you're not serving your customers well, your clients, well, then none of this, right. is for, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, think of it from the standpoint of just being a business owner. Let's say for example, that you are a, uh, you know, you're a builder. And right. as a builder, you partner with certain general contractors who put on the roof, who put in the, you know, the cabinets, who do the countertops. And you're going to make sure that you work with people who do a great job because ultimately right. it reflect poorly on you if they don't and it might cost you. So, you know, it, it, you want to make sure that whoever's doing the countertops uh, doesn't delay, you know, move in. Right. And I think that's a right. perfect example you know, or just just completely destroy something you know, in the process of doing what they, what they're supposed to do. And so obviously if, if something, you know, adverse happens, hopefully you can recover from that. Hopefully you can pivot and start working with somebody who does a better job, but ultimately you want to work with that one provider that does really great work. Who's reliable, who's going to, you know, who's been in the business, who's licensed, bonded and insured, who (laughs) is going to do great work for you. So (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think I think that's a that's a great great place to uh, to not wrap up the show, but to sort of wrap up this this section. Um, it, it's it, you know we've taken you from beginning to end of of uh, showing you what kind of lenders are maybe a great fit for you, what kind of real estate agent you need to be to be a great fit for a lender. Uh, we've shown you how you can start that relationship and how you can take that and leverage that um, so that you so that you're partnering with the right people um, and and really getting a, a good amount of value out of that out of that process, that relationship and, and making it a lifetime um, potential you know, re- relationship where you, you you're able to help them grow their business. They're able to help you grow your business uh, in so many ways, whether it's through products or even, you know, um, it can, like many lenders are willing, uh, to contribute ad budget. I don't think we even really talked about that, uh, but to contribute ad budget for like co-branding and yeah. co-marketing 
where you're marketing together. Um, so when you find those right partners, it's uh, it can be so powerful. And again, uh, I dropped the uh, the link down below uh, in the uh, in the comments uh, to to Mortgage Marketing Alliance James um, page centered around kind of this this mortgage industry side of things. If you're looking for an easy way to find some of these good lending partners uh, that that have some of these foundational keys, reach out to James and he uh, he can definitely connect you to some good uh, potential options to consider. Um, so now let, let's let's move into the uh, into the the next section, which is just kind of like a, some rapid fire questions. As we're moving into this section, anybody that's watching live, anybody that shoot, if you're not watching live, if you're watching a, a replay, feel free uh, drop a, a, a comment below. Um, ask any questions that you may have, uh, and, and we'd be glad to uh, uh, answer them live. Uh, if you want to, you can actually hop into the uh, the show itself. Uh, let me go ahead and grab that link again, and I'll drop it down in here. Um, I did already drop it in uh, a while back, but you should be able to see that in the uh, uh, comments uh, here in just a second. But you can actually join us live. Uh, you can come into our lobby. I can bring you on, and, and you can talk to James. You can talk to me. You can ask whatever uh, questions you want. We'll have to deal with them live. So uh, anyway, uh, but let's go ahead and get into the uh, kind of the, the the quick fire, just interesting uh, questions. So um, James, what are what are some of your your favorite tools? Your favorite, um, you know, wh whether that's software, uh, technology. Uh, you know, on on the last episode that I did, uh, we actually talked about specifically a journal, and just having a journal was a great tool. So, uh, what what are some of the tools that that for you that that really help you to stay successful in your business, and that you think would be worth sharing with a with a real estate growth hackers community? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, one that I, you know, I don't think about because it's sort of automatic, uh, right? Or all the all the tools that I use that that uh, that that I use every month. Um, you know, uh, one of the things it's interesting that you mentioned journal because I used to be really like, um, uh, you know, I used to just really be all about like the online tracking tools and like I use Reich Project Management where we keep on top of it for our clients and we're checking things off. But honestly, like for whatever reason, the last like three months or so, I got a, a paper planner and right. uh, I literally live and breathe and uh, breathe off of that planner. Every Sunday I write everything down for the week uh, that I'm focused on. And it's sort of how I gamify my week is like being able to cross physically cross things off my list. Right. Um, so it's interesting that you say that. I think a journal would be a good idea to sort of, you know, remind myself of where I've, you know, what the progress that I've, I've, you know, experienced and where I've come from. Um, you know, as far as tools uh, that I couldn't couldn't live without, um, you know, definitely, definitely WordPress. Uh, definitely <laughs> right. my WordPress websites. <laughs> Um, we build landing pages just all day, every day, and I'm always rapidly creating landing pages in, in WordPress. Um, if you're if you're new to WordPress and you're, you're not as familiar, then I recommend Lead Pages. Um, if you want to graduate from there, ClickFunnels is really great right. for creating landing. Um, and then you know, uh, for email automation, Active Campaign, I couldn't live without that. It's a little bit like. Um, Infusionsoft, um, but not as confusing. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, we, we we call we call Infusionsoft Confusionsoft. Um, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah, for for anybody who who didn't quite get that that uh, that uh, uh, not transition, I 
Um, I don't I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but but yeah, WordPress is a software platform. Um, don't, you, you don't want to get confused. Uh, WordPress.com and WordPress.org are two different things. WordPress.com is a platform where uh, the company Automatic, who's behind uh, WordPress, will actually host the blog for you. Um, you have a whole lot less controls. It's it's a potentially a decent way to get started and have something. Um, but what, what James, I'm sure, is, is mainly talking about is the WordPress.org platform, which is actually software that you can deploy onto your own server and uh, and use it as kind of the back end for your site to uh, host your content, your blog, uh, your pages. There's lots of plugins that allow you to, um, you know, as a real estate agent, say, put in like an IDX uh, and build out, you know, buy IDX to host uh, uh, listings and that kind of thing, uh, but and also ways to generate leads and that kind of stuff. So that's what WordPress is. Lead pages is very specifically, it's it's like a page builder. Um, so it's all internally hosted. You pay for that platform and like you don't have to get extra hosting. They host it for you. Um, and uh, it, it kind of lets you build out uh, really what it's focused on is it's focused on landing pages. Um, but with lead pages, you could fairly effectively build out a whole site if you really wanted to. Um, and ClickFunnels is kind of the same thing, but a little bit more advanced. So yeah, anyway, just in case anybody missed what, what those different things are and kind of where they fit. But yeah, so continue. Active campaign and then what else, what after active campaign? Or is uh, there? Active, <laughs> active campaign is a can of worms. I mean, that's such a, uh, an amazing platform. It's a CRM, it's automation, it's, it's you okay. know, list building. It's, it's literally everything. And one of the things I really love about active campaign, it makes my day exciting because like whenever I put up a new campaign for a client, I like to keep tabs on it and make sure that it's running right. smoothly. And so I'll put in a little notification. So every time a lead comes in, I get a text message. And actually, literally, while I've been sitting here, I've gotten like three or four off of a campaign <laughs> that I'm running. So every time my phone goes off and I get that notification, it just brings a smile to my face because I know like I'm <laughs> bringing value to my clients. So um, active camp, I couldn't live without it. So, um, you know, if you're using a platform like MailChimp or, uh, you know, something like Constant Contact or something, I strongly recommend checking out Active Campaign because it's just a powerhouse when it comes to automation and sending out emails and, um, you know, notifying teams in real time. It's it's a full solution for, you know, automation and CRM. Yeah. And, and what one thing to note, if if you uh, so so James said something very specific and I want to I want to point this out. I don't think he said it this way intentionally, but I'm going to I'm going to draw some conclusions from it. So if you're already using MailChimp, then Active Campaign might be worth considering. The key mm -hmm. thing there is already using. If you have a MailChimp account and you're not using it and you're not doing <laughs> anything, Active Campaign isn't going to solve right. that problem for you, right? Like you actually have to, you have to be using these platforms to get the value out of it. So don't think that Active Campaign is going to magically fix your problems if you're not actually using uh, the platform that you have. So it, it's really it's a great right. tool. If you're doing email marketing, if you're if you're leveraging automation, that kind of thing, or if you want to uh, bring automation into a business, um, that that kind of thing. Uh, one thing to note for the real estate audience, Active Campaign is a fantastic platform. You will have to massage it a bit uh, to really uh, get get all the features that you could potentially get out of like a um, a, a real estate specific CRM. But you gain a whole lot of benefits, right? You gain you gain a whole lot more automation that you can do in some of the other other platforms. So hopefully at some point we get some more direct integrations with some some real estate specific CRMs and automation platforms, that kind of thing. But uh, um, but yeah, depending on on how you set up and what you're doing, ActiveCampaign may be a very good platform if uh, yeah, uh, if you're looking at some there. 
Right. It, d- it depends on your, your, your objectives and, and your business. Right. But, you know, for, for my business, what we primarily do, and we do automation for our clients, but some of our clients already have the automations built out. So all we're doing is lead delivery. So literally, I just right. send a notification uh, to my clients with a lead and they follow up. They put that in, into their own drip, uh, you know, right. or so there's, there's some a handful of clients that we actually have you know, really sophisticated automations built out over the course of like, you know, six to 12 months. So once, you know, once somebody gets into that sequence, they stay in touch with them over the long haul. Um, that's the white glove service. We don't do that as, as the norm, but, <laughs> right. um, you know, we, we do definitely use and leverage, you know, automation. And um, in terms of keeping in touch with, you know, and staying top of mind with potential clients who are on the fence or maybe their past clients, uh, just keeping them in in the loop in terms of what what's currently going on in the market and what kind of products are available and you know just staying top of mind. So um, there's so many tools out there. That's the one we we use. Um, but as you mentioned, you know it's it kind of depends on your business objectives as to which one Absolutely. you go with. Uh, what else I couldn't live without? Yeah. Of of course is, well, is I- Facebook Ads Manager. Um, okay, or, cool. you know we use. Power editor, but if you're if you're a real estate agent, if you're a loan officer, and you're dabbling with Facebook ads and you're boosting posts and, and stuff like that, you probably heard of Ads Manager. You you better get in, you better get in you know into Ads Manager and start playing around with it. I highly recommend it. I live in the back end of Facebook in the business manager side. Um, obviously, couldn't couldn't do without that. But that's that probably goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, and and for anybody who's who's not familiar, so um, on Facebook. Uh, a lot of agents' first foray into running ads is just by boosting posts on Facebook, and uh, I would kind of equate boosting posts as like it's like it's like training wheels, right? Like it gets you started, it gets you going. It's not the full thing. Right. Uh, getting into Ads Manager is more like having an actual full bike where you have more control. Right. They've taken away some of the safety, but also given you more adaptability. Uh, and then uh, Power Editor is like you somehow managed to throw a motor on it. And uh, it's uh-huh. just you're, you can test all sorts of different things. It's going to be confusing as all get out and uh, uh, whatnot. It's actually a lot better than it used to be. But uh, um, for most real estate agents, honestly, this the ads manager by itself is probably good enough. Um, uh, but taking that step above from boosting posts uh, is, is worthwhile. Now, it, Quite honestly, and I don't know about you, James, but I know for me, like, I I still do, I still boosted posts, right? Like, they, they, they have their place, they yeah. have their use. Um, it's yeah. just, you know, you, you are limited in what all you can do on, on boosted posts. So, uh, depending right, on your needs, right. you might need to go to Ad Manager <laughs> like to I'm get it done. Sure filter myself and not use any curse words so maybe later you can boost this if you'd like but <laughs> hard way. started doing live broadcasts and like you know throwing f-bombs out there and facebook is like nope <laughs> not allowed no boosting allowed <laughs> yeah uh, let's okay let's go ahead and dive into the uh into the next question so uh who who are some of the uh the people that that have influenced you, that uh, you know, that that have influenced you in business, that have influenced you in life. Who are some of your mentors, the people that you look up to, or or follow, or th- th- that kind of thing? And I don't mean that in the stalkerish sense. I mean like you know, inspiring people. <laughs> um, you know, inspiring people. I think um, at at risk of this is something that everybody might say. Um, maybe it's just me, but like I'm a huge fan of Gary Vaynerchuk and his uh, right. motivation and. Just- you know, his, his whole like attitude of hustle and like, 
um, you know, and just not, not, uh, you know, not persistence, basically, like at the end of the day, it's all about persistence, you know, um, um, and, and making sure that like, whatever it is that you're doing, like one of my mentors told me, this is somebody that you don't know, so I won't mention the name, but one of my mentors actually, you know, asked a question when I was talking about my business goals and objectives. And he, and he asked me a question that I, that stuck with me, which was, you know, um, uh, you need to think about what life you want to live and what kind of, what, what your life looks like. So imagine what your life, ideal life looks like and right. work backwards. That, right? right. Like in this business, I mean, in, in, and as a real estate agent, as a loan officer, you meet lots of people. And, and I've met lots of people I've met, you know, and, and I know people who are making 50 K a year who are some of the happiest people that I know. I I've also know several people that are making multi seven figures who are also miserable. And so right. it comes down right. to do like when you wake up every morning, um, you know, what gets you out of bed? It's not going to necessarily. So you just have to think about that and map your activities, your daily activities, to that, right? If it's just like right. if it's two hundred fifty thousand a year, then it's that. If it's fifty thousand a year, then it's that. Whatever it is, um, you know, make sure that that you're mapping your activities to your happiness goals, like as opposed to, you know, trying to just like get on the hamster wheel and and make as much money as possible because right. money doesn't equate that, you know. Um, so at the end of the day, like I, I want to be happy when I get out of bed, and I want to be happy when I go to bed, right. and everything in between. And I am. I'm fortunate to be able to say that I am. Um, and you know, I would hope that for everyone else. So that's, yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, what are, uh, what are some of the books that you've been reading that you would recommend that you think particularly would be, uh, worthwhile and useful to, uh, to, to the real estate growth hackers audience. And, and by the way, whether this is, whether this is recent, uh, that you've read it or yeah. a long time ago, that's it, I'll and recommend let's, one. let's, uh, let's let at most, let's say three, let's say your top three. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna- one because um yeah um so there's a book called scientific advertising which if you're if if you're getting yep yep so if you're getting into um if you're getting into advertising if you're you know into the mindset of just basically selling through words right then um then scientific advertising is a great place to start and probably something you you could read several times. Uh, it's a really short read, um, but it's a very dense read at the same time. Right. Um, it's not an. It's not a. You know, this didn't come out in this century. This is like. Right. Uh, you know, the early 1900s. Um, but but by one of the greatest advertising minds um, of all all time, really. And uh, what else? Uh, Expert Secrets by uh, Russell Brunson is also a really good one if you're looking for something more uh, uh, current. Um, I also like, and this is my third one. I also like um, the obstacle is the way in terms oh, of getting into the that's mind. That's really good one. Yeah, that's uh, so those Ryan. Are three. Ryan uh, why am I forgetting his name? It is Ryan, right? Ryan something. I believe so. I'm off the top of my head. It's sitting on my uh, nightstand. I, I read that. It's such a, a, you know, a great motivational, great mindset book. Mm-hmm. Let me let me look and it for up. Me, you know, I got to throw in because what gets me going every day is a little bit of music. Right. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm really into uh, right now, Bear, Portugal, the man. <laughs> Amped up. 
little uh, Father John Misty. Um, I, I just love music and, and music kind of like is always going in the background whenever I'm working. So absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's a uh, Ryan, Ryan holiday, by the way, uh, for Ryan holiday. yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan holiday yeah. actually has a lot of good books. He's got, so obstacle is the way is great. Uh, Ego is the enemy uh, is like a kind of a follow-up. It's, it's still on a stoic philosophy. Um, and then yeah. uh, he's, he's got a really good book on, uh, um, uh, uh, growth hacking. And then a book that kind of went into some of his, his sort of darker history, uh, on, uh, in marketing that's called, uh, trust me, I'm lying. Um, but all really good. All of them really good. Ryan Holiday's a great author. Um, but yeah, and, uh, and I'm the same way. Music, music is one of those things it 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 it, uh, it appeals to a certain part of like you know your soul that just makes you come alive and can energize you even without it, just 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 with its presence so yeah uh, fa- fantastic um okay and so let, let's go ahead and uh, and wrap up the uh, the main idea here so uh for the listeners of this show if you had to had to have them have top three the only say say you know they're only watching this last segment or uh um, or, or, or just before they even get into this, what, what are the three things that you would hope, uh, anybody watching this, this broadcast takes away from, from what you've had to say? Um, okay. So the three things as a takeaway from this, um, okay. It would have to be probably, um, you know, that partnership, Partnerships and the right kind of partnerships are key to your success, are key to, you know, the growth of your business. And you can't do it alone. Uh, You can't do it with the wrong partners, um, you know, and and you need to associate with people who bring you up and who have your similar goals. Right. That's number one. Uh, Number two is you need to be thinking and planning five steps ahead. Um, And you need to be understanding, you know, what to help differentiate you from your competition um, and help you on the long run, right. um, and investing your time. And I guess this might be number three. Uh, where are you investing your time? Uh, wh- where's the best place to invest your time in terms of the, the greatest ROI, not just today and tomorrow, but next year, right? So what kind of activities can you do daily, right. weekly, weekly to leverage your time uh, wisely, right? So the example that we talked about here were, you know, live broadcasts and video content, any kind of content, you do it one time and it lives for a lifetime. So that's a it's great way to leverage. Your, it, exactly. So those yep. are the three takeaways off the top of my head. <laughs> cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to restate those real quick. So I've got, uh, partnerships are key to your success, finding the right partnerships, establishing those relationships, finding the right people to work with are so important for taking your business to the next level. We've got number two, think and plan five steps ahead. Be thinking about how you can differentiate your business, how you can make yourself unique in the marketplace and constantly growing uh, to be doing that. Uh, And then three, where are you investing your time uh, and specifically focusing, are you investing your time into leverage things? Are you investing your time into things that will pay off years to come? Or are you investing your time into things that may only pay off in the next five minutes? Because uh, the more that you can be investing in those long-term, uh, uh, those long-term things, the better your business is going to be. So uh, I think that about covers the, uh, the, the top three uh, takeaways. Uh, so before we, uh, before we wrap up and, uh, and head out, um, 
where can people connect with you? So I know I dropped a link below. Uh, where else should sure. they connect with you? What do you want to let people know about what you're doing? All that kind of stuff. And go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, you can connect with me on just my primary business, 40 Web. Oh, and and the James, Alliance. You're, you're cut. You're cutting out on. You're cutting my out on my end, of course. Right, right. When we get to the part where uh, where you get to uh, <laughs> talk about what what's going on in your business, you're cool. out. let's uh, uh maybe, maybe try again. I don't know if that's just me or if that's coming through on the stream too. Can you hear me okay now? It seems to be. Seems to be okay. Here, actually, here, real quick. I'm I'm going to kick you out and then bring you back in. Let me see if that fixes it. Okay, I'm bringing him right back in here. Okay. Oh. Okay, let's see. Oh. Okay, I lost him for a second there. Uh, might need. Oh, okay. So it looks like <laughs> looks like his 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 phone maybe uh uh maybe dying or maybe maybe about to die. So let me uh I'll go ahead and uh for now uh wrap up for him. So uh. Uh, I know, uh, li like we mentioned, we already we already talked a bit about um, what James has going on. Uh, oh, actually, here, look, it looks like he uh, looks like he was able to hop back in. I think maybe he read to his computer real quick. Okay, let me uh, let me bring it back in, and uh, here we go. Do we got you in another another room? We've got a different a different side of James Miller. My uh, <laughs> my battery is flashing at me. So in case it was that, I came in my office and plugged in. So. Um, yeah, so you can connect with me, uh, on 40 web.com is what I was saying. Uh, 40 web is the, you know, is my company that, the you know, we're the service provider, the, the lead generator mortgage marketing Alliance is sort of a new wing of 40 web, if you will, specifically right. catering to, you know, loan officers, um, and, and, you know, uh, to train loan officers on doing the things that we're doing so that they can, you know, be empowered to go out and generate leads for their business um, and with strategies, you know, understanding strategies and sort of working together to understand strategies that are working. Um, and you can reach out to me on there. You can reach out to me on 40 web. My email is james at 40 web.com. And uh, you know, hopefully we can connect at some point. Um, and uh, if any of this resonated with you again, Zach, thanks so much for having me on, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, I just popped that onto the screen. Is that uh, is that correct, James of Forty Web? There, that is correct. All right, awesome. And James, thank you so much for coming on. I think this was super valuable, super informa uh, interesting information for uh, for the people in the audience here. Uh, thanks so much again. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to have you back on again sometime and maybe talk about some of these other things. Maybe how some of the new tests are going, some new campaigns you're running, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Because just like uh, just like we're advising for uh, for real estate agents and for lenders, both you and I are always testing and trying new things. So it'll it'll yeah. it'll it'll always be a changing, developing thing to see you know where uh, where business is going. Uh, so as everybody else, as uh, as you are on your way out, again, one more thing in case uh, you haven't done it yet, and I don't know why you haven't because it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, if if you want to know more about how you can process leads once they've been generated, right? So we, we talk about strategies all the time on this show and other ways and other parts of our, our process. We talk about strategies for how you get leads in at the top of your funnel. But I see so many agents struggle with that process of what do you do once you've got the lead, 
right? What do you do to take them through the next level and actually turn it into business? Well, that's what we've answered. That's what we cover for you in Ultimate Lead Machine. And that is a free course that you can get today. All you have to do is type lead tips in the comments below. Now that it's only gonna work if you do this on Real Estate Growth Hackers Facebook page. So on, on facebook.com backslash real estate growth hackers, comment below this video uh, and you will, uh, you'll be reached out to by my team and we'll explain how you can get that free access to uh, Ultimate Lead Machine. So again, thank you so much, James, for coming on. It was a, great to have you, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see everybody uh, everybody next time uh, on on our next episode. I think I've got uh, Jason Abrams is who's coming on next. So uh, be sure to like the page if you haven't already uh, to to be notified when we uh, when we get that next one in and scheduled, so you can get notified and and uh, and watch it. So oh, uh, one one last question for you, uh, James. Um, yeah. Off the top of your head, do you have anybody in mind that you think would be a good fit to uh, to come on to this show and uh, and contribute to this audience? Uh, good question. Um... And if if not, or if you want some time to think about it, that's more than fine too. But uh, but it's all it's one of those questions I always like to I always like to ask. I want to I want to see you know I feel like when an interview goes well, when a process goes well, it's always a good time to uh, uh, to see who else might be a good fit too. So uh, if yeah, got, I can, I'll message you off, uh, you know, off, offline. And if I think of anybody, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. And again, everybody, thanks so much for uh, coming on the show. I'm going to go ahead and boot James out. James, it was great having you on. Thanks for having me. Oh, I think I, I think I booted him a little bit too early, but thanks, James. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and boot myself back out. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and close this off. So thanks again for uh, coming on the show. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Estate Growth Hacker Show. Remember, done is better than perfect. To turn the marketing ideas and tactics you just learned into real growth for your real estate business, visit us at realestategrowthhackers.com. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with another real estate professional who could benefit from the information. Or maybe you'd like to subscribe to the show to never miss an episode. And you can leave a rating or review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway, helping this show to reach and help more people just like you. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.